0: Today, I'm from A to Ziggy, Cracked Actor. Welcome to From A to Ziggy, the podcast where we discuss every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name is Travis. My name is Thomas. And today we are talking about Cracked Actor from Aladdin Sane. I believe our second song from Aladdin Sane. And uh, it's a filthy one. Yeah. <laughs> It is raunchy, 70s rock and roll to the core. Yeah, very harsh, very loud. Yeah. Um, I actually, last weekend, I was in uh, in Boomerangs, a local thrift store, and uh, this album was playing. And I walked in right as uh, Panic! in Detroit was on. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a good thing this one's a deep cut, because I was sitting there like kind of singing along when it came on. And thinking oh man if there's people with kids in here right now who are actually paying attention to the lyrics they would be really really angry with this establishment oh yeah <laughs> this is like the middle of the afternoon on a Sunday yeah
1: I'm surprised he gets away with with some of the things that he says in the song
0: yeah Uh this is uh I, I was trying to remember back which song we were talking about I want to say it was uh I'm drawing a blank but uh another previous song in, in That we had done earlier whereas not so much double entendre as it is just straight up entendre can you hear me can you hear me that's what it was yeah yeah just a filthy song about an old actor picking up a walker of the night this was
1: bowie in la this is bowie in america so ziggy comes over to america for a tour picks up bits and pieces of the culture digests them and sort of instead of living out well i don't know maybe he was bowie was probably living out these same parts of these, the same elements of the lifestyle, but... Cracked actor. Obviously, last time we did Crack City, we're not talking about the same crack here. We are this not talking was, about the same crack. This was years before crack cocaine yeah. was actually a, a thing. This is cracked as in insane or... He's uh, kind <clears> of... <throat> broken. Lost. Just Yeah. Broken physically, broken mentally. Cracked actor. And this is uh, inspired by... The Hollywood, the aging Hollywood icons uh, that would have been around in the '70s. Marlena Dietrich was a big influence on Bowie's look. Who else? Greta Garbo, Betty Davis, in uh, Sunset Boulevard, that kind of thing. This sort of aged, aging actor, past your prime. Yes. Come a few, come on a few
0: years from their Hollywood highs. Yeah, and uh, actually. I uh, looked into on on the Google different actors who had been caught with prostitutes over the years. (laughs) That's a thing that really happens? That is a thing that happens and it kind of most of the ones that came up on this was a quick top ten list and I mean I'm sure there was way 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 more Uh, but a lot of the ones that showed up on the list kind of fell into that category of like actors that were kind of like past. Although Hugh Grant I guess was still kind of in his... Yeah he was in the middle of his heyday. This was, yeah, in uh, 1995, he got caught. So, yeah, he was still still going strong. But, like... So to speak. But, uh, Charlie Sheen was still kind of in it. Charlie, he, Sheen, Charlie Sheen's always been a big purveyor of... He had, uh,
1: <laughs> he had fallen off and then come back and then fallen off and come back again. Yeah. And
0: now he's, he's entered a slump since this last... Boy, has he. <laughs> uh, but, like, Eddie Murphy was on there. I, I remember that one happening. And that was kind of when he was already... Also kind of in his lull had kind of fallen off as a major comedic talent, but before he had done all the Shrek movies, and Danny Bonaducci was on there who fits them all perfectly. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a tradition as old as theater itself, I would imagine. <laughs> the oldest yeah. profession. The world's oldest profession. So yeah. Prostitutes. Everybody loves prostitutes, apparently. Hooray. Although you know what's funny is like in researching a song about just drugged out debauchery, the most disturbing bit of information I found while looking this up was finding out that Mike Garson was a Scientologist and converted Woody womensey and that yeah. they, like that was part of their experience was going to like see the Church of Scientology yeah, right that's it, the kind of thing that always ruins actors and musicians for me. It always just bums me out like yeah. I still love Beck so much, but I like stop listening to him as. Obsessively, when I found out he was like a totally crazy Scientologist. What are you, some kind of religious zealot? Can't can't accept people for. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh,
1: but Mike Garson has converted too. He's left the church. Although I think Mike Garson was a, the officiator at Woody Woodmansey's uh, wedding. Huh. Um So, th- Aladdin Sane. This is a uh, or uh, cracked actor. This is a. You mentioned debauchery, drugs. This is a song about. The three Ds drugs, debauchery, decadence, and decay. The four Ds. <laughs> no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> so, yeah, decadence and decay. So, this old actor is, yeah. is in, into the, the seamy parts of, of life in, in LA, the, the part that, that Hollywood likes to gloss over, you know, glamorize the glitzy
0: stuff and, and gloss over the. Sort of the. the uh... Warrior parts but it tends to be more in the, like, second, early third act of any episode of, like, a true Hollywood story or something like that. Like, before the redemption comes the fall. And you just picture this, like, former heartthrob, like, just stumbling down Sunset Boulevard, like, shirt half open, hair all, like, a mess... Several cocktails deep in his evening, probably enjoyed a little nose candy. Just kind of like approaching anyone on the street. Don't you know who I am? Baby, you just got paid. It doesn't matter I'm 50. And 50, you know, I don't think of 50 as being that old anymore. Yeah, I mean, in the 70s, it was probably considered much, much older for an actor. But now People it's People didn't like, live as long then. Yeah. 50 was elderly. Yeah. But now it's, you're just kind of, if you're an actor, you're just hitting your prime. Yeah. You're in Clooney territory. Yeah unfortunately it doesn't really work as well if you're an actress Um, that tends to be this awful hollywood way that's sad well nothing we can do to fix that tonight yeah we're not going to solve the patriarchy in half hour episode about pop music um cracked actor cracked actor yeah it's just very graphic imagery just sounds like he's kind of getting rough with her and yeah there's some
1: there's some violence here yeah crack and smack this, this is all sort of really hard sort of consonants. Yeah. The Ks sort of suggest hitting. And the, also there's the double entendres. Crack and smack are both sort of violent images of breaking something, but they can also... The, the crack can mean, you know, breaking up mentally. can mean, you know, insanity. And the smack is drugs. Um, you know, yeah. Heroin is also known as smack. Uh, thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. uh What else? Pinned since he pinned you, baby. You're a porcupine, sort of s- suggesting that you're full of needles. But the pinned can also be sort of a sexual metaphor. And then show me your real, and show me show me your real. This is an interesting sort of play on words.
0: Cause, yeah, because yeah, if you
1: don't look at the lyrics, it does kind of sound like he's saying show me your rear. I thought that too. I thought that for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Show me your rear, or show me your real could also be two things itself. Oh, you know, I hadn't even thought about that R-E- other part. R-E-E-L, yeah. E-L, the classic, come on, what did, so I, I just
0: picked up Rob Sheffield's book. Oh, I saw a review of that. I was, I was wanting to check that out too. I would like Rob Sheffield, he's always really good. On Bowie,
1: Yeah, uh, there's a whole chapter on Cracked Actor. Huh or at least most of a chapter. He calls that, show me your real, he calls that the uh, classic casting couch come on, you know? Yeah. So I've got some clout in La La Land, baby. Show me your real and maybe you'll get somewhere. Implying that showing the real may, may involve more than just the actual film. But also show me you're real, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, show me you are real, like this person is breaking up. They've got a loose grasp on reality here. Classic Bowie wordplay. Classic. So, this is Bowie sort of absorbing the culture. This is a very American sounding uh, or American influenced uh, sound with the, the harsh and heaviness. Also, Rolling Stones. It's got a kind of a Rolling Stones sound yeah. to it. With, uh, it's more heavy and hard fast than uh, a lot of the songs on Ziggy Stardust. If Ziggy Stardust is a British rock pop, then. Uh, Aladdin Sane is Ziggy Goes to America. That's, that's the way a lot of people describe it. And of course, it's sort of a travelogue of this British, this foreign star traveling across America. Each song on Aladdin Sane has appended to it the, a place name. But Gene uh, Genie is in, I, I think LA? Panic in Detroit is in Detroit, of course. There's some in New York. Uh, Cracked Actor is in LA, of course, Hollywood. So yeah. It's Bowie, it's Siggy, traveling by train, plane, bus, automobile, and uh, just observing the American culture. Cracked Actor was also the name of a BBC documentary, 1974.
0: You've seen this? I I found it on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch the whole thing online. Yep.
1: Um, Which, of course, has Bowie strung out on cocaine Yeah, a whole
0: lot. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes of him just rambling yeah you can tell he is very far gone yeah he, um, he has a loose grasp on reality yeah interesting
1: though yeah this is the period where bowie was uh living off of what a diet of peppers milk and cigarettes and cocaine
0: yeah there's a it's, it's so weird to see him just like sitting in the back of a limo basically just sitting there just drinking milk out of a carton yeah that
1: image of him in the limo had a big influence on his appearance in the movie the man who felt worth because uh thomas jerome newton is this very emaciated pale-skinned character who also has kind of a sort of lost look in his face and i I think that's because nicholas ray rogue uh the director of that film saw this documentary and, and picked out bowie as his actor for newton that's an interesting
0: movie. It's got some footage from the Diamond Dogs tour. Yeah. It's worth checking out because
1: it was sadly under filmed.
0: Yeah, there was a couple songs. I feel like I remember watching in the documentary that um, were songs that we covered earlier. And all I could find was like really grainy outtakes from the documentary. But like, the, it was much higher quality. There's somebody straight on... Straight ripped from the BBC one.
1: There's somebody on YouTube who's been sort of remastering and pairing up that footage with studio recordings or better live recordings.
0: And uh, their name's Nacho, and they've been making pretty impressive live music videos. Mm. And there is in fact a live video, appropriately enough, of Cracked Actor on there. And yeah, it's just, it's very theatrical. Appropriately enough. Appropriately enough. Mm-hmm. He'd come out there with a the cape, and he'd have a skull like Shakespeare, Yeah, and basically be singing the Song of the Skull and then make out with the skull at the end. <laughs> yeah. Which was a bit that he revived again on the Glass Spider tour. Only it came off as way goofier because he's got like all the guys in fedoras out there like bringing things out to him and just... I don't know, man. It's... I mean, I get what he's doing because he does talk a lot about, about um, in, the, in the Cracked Actor documentary how he wants to like utilize his body and kind of make live performing more than just about the music. It comes off as way more interesting and kind of eccentric on his 70s tour. Yeah, that's by what's... the 80s, it just comes off as a little hokey.
1: Yeah, that whole the thing about the Diamond Dogs tour that's so unfortunate is there were so many set pieces, like the one in Cracked Actor where he's sitting. Is it a hand or some sort of crane? Like lifts him up into the air, and he sings Space Oddity into a, uh, a telephone. Um, there's just all these all these crazy things like the Diamond Dogs. They they had the Hunger City set. You can see this in the Who Can I Be Now uh, box set. You can see images of like the mocked up diorama of Hunger City. It's crazy. I mean, it's really elaborate. Yeah. And costume changes and all this this, this theatrics with the Yorick skull. Musically. Like we said, it's very, very distortion heavy, especially that intro. There's a lot of feedback going on. It's Mick Ronson on guitar going through a wah-wah pedal and a fuzz box. I think Ken Scott said that Bowie's harmonica didn't have enough oomph to it, so they they put it through Ronson's Marshall amp to give it some more punch. All this sort of muscle, this body put behind the sound makes it sound a lot beefier than... a lot of the stuff on on ziggy stardust where you know it's very dry snares you know think of five years it's just like
0: a very modest sort of beat yeah a lot more interplay with acoustic and electric guitars um a little mellower i mean it's got its rave ups but it's you know a little bit mellower in feel but yeah where this is just it feels like a for lack of a better term a precursor to like 80s LA cock-rock with that swagger and just wearing your debauchery on your sleeve kind of feeling Hmm. There's a book called the words and
1: music of David Bowie that goes through song by song and kind of analyzes analyzes it from a music theory and Songwriting perspective and it's by James Perone. He mentions that uh, This song has a harmonic progression that features dramatic unexpected chromatic shifts in the instrumental Introduction and in the verses so I think what he means by that again. Thank you Wikipedia is The uh, the bass line is sort of just like dancing down right down the scale Uh, That's the chromatic part, but then there's a chromatic shift or modulation Where I think he's talking about how the harmonica is sort of just playing the same note But the rest of the arrangement is kind of moving up the scale So even though he's playing the same note on the harmonica it goes along with the rest of it But it's all shifting And this gives it a kind of a topsy-turvy, off-kilter feel, uh, which again is supposed to suggest the uh, fragile mental state of both the characters in this song. Um, The chord progression for this song is F, A minor, E, D, F, A minor, E, which if you spell that out in musical notation, F, A, M, E, That's brilliant. Which which of course is is what Ziggy and Bowie are pursuing this whole time It's what leads to the debauchery and the decay. Yeah, and Bowie would very soon address that very subject uh, Directly.
0: I mean this song is basically about the downside of fame. Yeah, anything else about Cracked Actor? Covers, I didn't actually look up any covers. There were a few covers, but any good ones. Um, that's harsh. I mean, I I can only speculate as to the quality. Well, that's what we're here for. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch some of these later. That's, um, that's what
1: we're here for, is to pretend that we're experts by simply stating facts that we have no basis yeah. of support for.
0: But one was uh, Dave Gahan from uh, from Depeche Mode? Nice. Always a winner. Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Big country. Ooh, who, big country. Yeah. For those who don't know, an 80s kind of one-hit wonder. They had that song. Uh, what was it called? They have a song called "Big Country." That's, that's the one, what you're thinking that's of. The one thinking. <laughs> um, From the album "Big Country," yeah. And then this is the one that I find very interesting. This past year, the Red Hot Chili Peppers covered it, performing at a fundraising event for Bernie Sanders. Um, Wait a minute, what? This is about as. Yeah, that's a bad idea, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm sure it sounded great. It's a great song. It's a great song, but... Was this before or
1: after the uh, the Trump nomination with uh, Station to Station?
0: Who was playing that? This, oh, this was before. Um, so that was um, just like the house band for the convention, which yeah. was led by G.E. Smith. He used to be the band leader from, uh, from SNL. This was in the middle of primary season, um, back in February. Huh. So that's strange. <laughs> Hmm. And again, this is just speculation, which is what the internet is for. I feel like there's a loose um, inspiration. So there's a uh, there's a Foo Fighters song on their third album called Stacked Actors, which is about wanting to kill the actors. Interesting. And I think there's a very good chance that one was inspired by the other, because I know Dave Grohl's a really big David Bowie fan.
1: Oh yeah. He even named himself after him.
0: Yeah, to have that kind of foresight. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, I'll have to check
1: that out. I hadn't heard that. Well, I think it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, How about impressions of, uh, give give me your impression of a cracked actor.
0: (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I don't care what anyone thinks, because I'm important. I was in that thing 10 years ago, and I, I, the only opinion that matters, damn it, say that this song gets Four and a half. Uh, you're going to wait for me because I'm important. Uh, right. I'm going to give this song four and a half grimy casting couches that you should probably lay some plastic on before you sit down.
1: Four and a half. So that's that's a four and a love seat? Or like four
0: and a half. Yep. Four, four couches and a love
1: seat. But one of them is a, uh, what's that called? A duvet. Uh, yeah. No, not a duvet. Uh, sectional. Ottoman, there's a name for that. The kind that's got the little, uh, the leg out on the, and the end. I don't know many words. Yeah. Uh, but I do know numbers. And this one for me is a four, a four couch song for me. I like it a lot. I don't, I don't usually skip it. And it's, it's from a great album. I like yeah. This album. Speaking of the album, uh, the transition from this song to, uh, time with the, that beautiful melody at the beginning, the very strong dramatic melody is kind of a, we mentioned the Rolling Stones influence here, but this kind of reminds me of, of Queen, this transition from heavy rock to
0: operatic or melodramatic intensity. Yeah. They should probably, they should collaborate at some point. They seem to be very similar. Yeah, S- Similar ideas of, of what you can do with rock and roll music. I would like to see what happens. If you put those two bands together. If you put David Bowie and Queen together. Yeah. I can only imagine what would happen. Something magical. Something magical. Uh, if you put something, if you put
1: David Bowie and Mick Jagger together, watch out. (laughs) There'd be wiggling and waggling throughout the avenues. Yeah. Just all kinds of cavorting in the, on Broadway.
0: So, things that need to happen.
1: Uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for Cracked Actor. It's it's too bad we don't have more time to talk about this song, but we do have to get going. It's a real shame. It's, it's almost downright criminal. But you know what? This is, after all, a criminal world. It's a criminal world. The next song is gonna be Criminal World. Yay! Until then, check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, from a to Ziggy, from fromaytaziggy.com. Send us an email at podcast.formaytaziggy.com. At Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave us a comment, a rating, and a review. And uh, until then, my
0: name's Thomas. My name's Travis. Show me your reel. Excuse me?